0: hey hannah hey kate how are you doing today i am swell it's a beautiful day the weather is great and this delicious hot espresso maple tea in my mug is also great oh that sounds (laughs) so good such a good you know just part of my day just enjoying a nice cup of tea sitting down and chatting with my good friend kate oh
1: (laughs) what could be better how are you doing I am doing really well. My drink today is water. Staying hydrated.
0: Very important.
1: Very, very important. You ready to get into it? Let's do it. Howdy
0: Howdy from from Houston.
1: Houston. I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And today we are reflecting on some of our goals for 2023. So for this year. This is a little early. It's not quite December yet, but we wanted to get this episode in a little bit early so that we have time to reflect and set some new goals and maybe start implementing some of those new goals before the new year so we can get into the habit and then start the new year off strong so this episode is the first of a two-part series this one is our reflections on 2023 and then the next episode will come out next week. And that episode is some goal setting for 2024. Exactly. And I think it is
0: so important to plan ahead and think about what you want to do for the next year before January 1st.
1: Yeah, because if you actually care about your goals and if you actually want to accomplish things and maybe you're taking a year off, that's fine. You know, everyone's doing their own thing. (laughs) But if you are setting goals and you want to get things done, you can't do that without a plan. Right. You got to set yourself up for success so that you can win. Absolutely.
0: So, Kate, how did you setting yourself up for success for 2023 turn
1: out? You know, I think in general it turned out really well. So I was looking at some of my goals for this year. The first one was staying true to myself and what I want to do in terms of going out and drinking and um, not people pleasing, speaking up for activities I want to or don't want to do, and then also doing more of what feels good and right for me. And I was reflecting on this and this is actually, in my opinion, a lifelong journey But I do feel like I did pretty well with this this year. And I feel like I really grew over the last year because I was thinking back to a year ago now and there was a lot of things I was doing that I really just like didn't actually want to do. Like it didn't actually bring me joy to go to XYZ that I wasn't fully invested in. Like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of nights where Maybe I would go to a social gathering and hang out with friends, but I was really feeling drained and I just wanted to stay in and maybe watch a movie or cuddle with my dog. And I didn't do that and I would always regret like not doing what I actually wanted to do. So I think I did a lot better of a job at that this year, though I will say I can always do a little better. Not perfect at that.
0: I think it's something too that's really easy to fall into with med school you look around and you see everybody around you is involved in this club and they're in this research and they're doing this project and you think I have to be doing all of those projects and clubs and whatever and you're not getting involved in the stuff that you actually care about and actually love so I think that was a really good mindset to have especially in the setting that we're in with school
1: yeah I agree and I've had to be really disciplined with myself with that especially M2 year because there have been well, okay. To back up, med students need publications for residency. I don't know why. I think it's kind of silly because the publications we get are probably not going to be like the super high quality publications that are going to really contribute to cutting edge new medical technologies mm-hmm. and things like that. So I'm like, yeah. why? And make... they definitely prioritize
0: quality, or quantity over quality.
1: Exactly. So. I, and I'm a person about quality over quantity Same. in general. Mm-hmm. So there have been quite a few instances where there's easy opportunities to just get publications. But it's all in things I'm really just not interested in and I don't want to put my time into doing. So I've had to be really disciplined with myself and say, okay, we're going to resist the urge to just do what everyone else is doing or do what even like my close friends are doing and do what... I want to do which has been a lot of times like not participate in whatever group that's just getting this publication with that there have been other opportunities that I've joined and come across that have been really interesting and really glad that I've put my time into doing the things that I really want to do because then I can put a lot of quality time into those things and get a lot more out of it than if I was just saying yes to everything just for something just for an end result that I think I should achieve
0: right and when it comes to you know Residency applications at the end of the day, you'll be able, both of us, you know, we'll be able to speak to the things that we participated in with true passion and true joy about it because we actually did the things that we love and care about and not have to pretend to be passionate about this one publication on our list that we just did because we had the time on a Saturday, even if we didn't care about the topic at all.
1: Right. And maybe had the time on a Saturday to spend it doing that versus had the time on a Saturday to spend doing something that actually felt like good and nourishing mm-hmm. in some rare free time that we have. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And just a couple things I wanted to share that I was proud of um, for this year, like some little mini goals. Yeah. Recognize your wins. Yeah. Um, I felt like I created opportunities for myself to go on fun trips and to see my family Especially in times sometimes where it might not have been quote the smartest thing to do. Like there was a time over the summer where I was working remotely on a project at home and I took that time to go spend some time with my boyfriend. And I this fall Took some time out of the semester to go visit my family in Chicago. And just like little trips like that brings a lot more color, I feel like, into my life because it breaks it up from every day being in Houston and kind of doing the same thing, being the same thing. And for me, travel is something that really like motivates me and like energizes me. So I always come back and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to get back to studying, to working toward my goals. So for me, that ended up being really nice. Um, Something else was like I stepped outside of my comfort zone. So kind of going with like staying true to myself and what I want to do. It's kind of hard sometimes to say no to things. And with stepping outside my comfort zone, I had a lot of tougher conversations that I normally might have wanted to avoid because I do not like having tough conversations. (laughs) And in the beginning of the year, it was more of like, if I don't have this conversation, this relationship with this person I'm talking to is going to end. So Kate, you better have that conversation. And maybe it's not that extreme, but I want, I valued my friendship. I value my relationship with my family. I value my relationship with my partner. And To put it in that kind of perspective, like if I don't have this conversation, things will continue to just get worse, made it really easy for me to say, all right, well, then I have no choice but to have this conversation (laughs) because I want things to get better. Sometimes we got to put those limits on (laughs) ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And so that's how it started. And I'm still not great at it but I've definitely gotten a lot better. And I found that people respect when I share my feelings about a situation. Like if something didn't go a way that I felt like was okay or, I don't know, if something just like kind of bad happened, like people respect if I say, hey, like I just didn't really feel very comfortable with that. Like it's totally fine. I love you. And I just want to let you know so that maybe next time we can do this.
0: Yeah, I feel like you've been really good at that. Because I think just our relationship in general, you know, when you live with somebody, it's so easy to be annoyed, you know? (laughs) and like, I mean, that's true with, like, your siblings. It's true with your friends. You think back to college. Like, this is always how it goes. And I feel like we do a pretty good job of just being honest with each other. And with little things, not taking it personally of, like... I don't know, loading the dishwasher, whatever the little tasks are. And we, we think we're good too about saying thank you for things like loading the dishwasher. Yes. <laughs> and when you live with someone, you know, it is easy to get caught up in the little things. And I, I've definitely seen like friendships get ruined because they live together, you know. And I think you have to be intentional about growing your friendships when you are living with somebody. And I think we've done a really good job at that.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, whenever so things are tough or they're going through hard things, like, we lean on each other and we open up to each other and we, like, find that space to do that. Um, when Even when it's about, like, each other. You know, if it's something that I did to you or you did to me, like, I feel like we're, we do a good job of sitting down just being real with each other.
1: Yeah. I do, too. And it can be really tough and uncomfortable and sometimes I just start sweating profusely. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, things are so much better than before the conversation and so, I, w- I will
0: say like i don't think with us like it's ever been poorly received
1: right i know? don't think so either
0: yeah like you don't really have to be afraid like i know i can work stuff up in my head like okay if i'm gonna come talk to kate about this what if she says something like this or like what if it goes like this and <laughs> what if our friendship ends what if the house blows up because everything was just so bad <laughs> And you're just going to like talk yourself off a ledge we like, you know what? Kate's a very reasonable human <laughs> and she's kind and loving and I can talk to her about anything. So Hannah, just go talk to her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so I've had the same conversation with myself. <laughs> yeah. And the other, the last thing that I have been really proud of myself for this year is I feel like I've gotten a lot more deeply connected to like myself and my spirituality. I've had a much more regular meditation this year than I've ever had throughout a long period of time in the last five months for instance I think I've only missed like three days and you know life happens so have grace you know exactly it's not really a big deal but it started actually so I did a little Europe trip this summer and it started the day I got to Europe we landed on the plane and like later that evening was day one of this stretch of five months of really committed meditation and it was I think it Started because I was in Europe and because I woke up before my boyfriend in the mornings because I knew that meditating means a lot to me and I wanted to continue doing it. And so I would get up before him in the mornings, I would meditate and I would do a little stretching, and then he would wake up and we would get ready and go about our day. And I was like, if I can do this every day for the period of time we were traveling in Europe, like seeing all the Europe things, then I can make time to do it every day during school. Yeah. So that's made it a lot easier to just commit to it. And it's not even really like a choice about whether or not I will in the morning. It's that I will or on the rare occasion that I don't do it in the morning, I put a reminder in my phone to do it in the afternoon because if I don't do that, then I will forget because that's not my habit. And it's a well (laughs) ingrained habit at this point. So that's been really great. I've read a couple of books to learn more about spirituality, which have been very interesting. And I've been doing a lot more movement that feels really good to my body. So like for a little bit there, I did not work out, but I think that's what I needed for a while to come back to working out from a lens of, I think I want to go work out today. And I really, I want to go do this workout because I enjoy it. And because it feels good rather than oh, I need to work out today. I need to make 30 <laughs> minutes and okay, I'll work out and then I'll quickly shower and then I'll go study this one thing and then I'll go run to class. And then it's just like, it became a really stressful thing because I haven't, I don't think I've ever taken an intentional break from working out ever. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's intense.
1: So... It's always been either like I'm working out consistently or I'm not and I feel guilty about it. Mm. So the intentional break was really nice, I will say. That's really good. Yeah. Build a better relationship with it. Yeah. So Hannah, what were some goals that you had for this year and that you achieved and maybe didn't achieve. I don't Sure, know. yeah. Uh, so one of my
0: goals that I have been setting um, every year for the past few years is fill a journal. So the journal size varies every year. <laughs> sometimes it's a smaller journal, sometimes it's a fat journal. But the point is to go from cover to cover, fill every page within the year. Um, this was definitely a tough task for me starting a few years back. Um, I was never really into writing, uh, especially writing about my emotions and like what I was dealing with. That was just not how I liked to dive into myself. Um, I just, I, I think there was probably some fear associated with it, you know, some just like, um, uh, what's word I'm looking for? Just some hesitancy with wanting to, I don't know, open that book <laughs> in a way. Um, and it was a lot easier to just like bury the emotion bury the feeling bury whatever it was and and that's that's all emotions that's you know things I'm excited about things I'm worried about things I'm sad about whatever it is um and just kind of stay on this like go 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 track of living life every day and not taking the time to sit and reflect on the experiences that I've had good and bad together so the past few years, I've tried to be a lot more intentional about filling this journal. Um, and the the purpose of having the goal of filling a journal in a year took off the weight of having to write in a journal every day. Um, because I love structure and I love balance. and I And I can find myself feeling really disappointed in myself if I'm not meeting that kind of goal that I set. For example, doing something every day. And if that task is particularly difficult for me and I find it challenging to do every day um I will find myself failing at it more and more often and that will just make me way less likely to want to continue pursuing that goal so setting up the goal with a, a more realistic perspective which for me is filling it in a year um that allows me to still be consistent like I still find myself writing my journal probably four times a week uh, is about what I'd say um Sometimes it's every day of the week. Sometimes it's multiple times in one day, you know, and just having that end goal of filling it by the year takes the weight off and it makes it easier to just sit down and write down what I've been feeling and what I've been thinking, what I've been going through, what I've been experiencing, thoughts, prayers, whatever it is. Um, I find myself doing it every morning. I've kind of incorporated it into my daily quiet time, which is already like a really great habit that I love. Um, Like I love that time in the morning to just be, alone with God and just sitting by myself. And I take that time where I'm already putting myself in a vulnerable position to express my thoughts and what I'm going through on paper and put it down for records purposes um, this made me think of this like this year in particular it made me think of this book that i read before i uh started med school called not an entirely benign procedure it's written by dr perry class and it's just a collection essentially of um i think it's n- newspaper publications that she had uh just she wrote um a little column in a newspaper during her time in med school and it was just like journal entries. It was just what she was going through that week and what she'd been experiencing and I just found that um, to be a really inspiring thing to do because she was able to go back and look through all the different things she experienced from her first year of med school to her final year of med school and how much she'd grown and how much she'd matured and how much she'd learned and that applies not just to being a student of medicine but just being a person and seeing your growth there.
1: Yeah, I think that's really cool that a column, a journal turned into a column. Yeah, in a little newspaper. Yeah, and she, you know, she's a
0: very talented writer and entertaining and fun to read. So of course it was, I'm sure, entertaining for her peers to like read that kind of stuff too. Uh, but it made me feel inspired to do that for myself. So now I'm documenting like what my first year of med school was like. And now that we're halfway through almost our second year of med school, like what that's been like and how I feel like I've grown there. And I'll be able to go back and read through these journals because I've been documenting way more frequently than I have in the past because I have this this goal of filling a journal
1: in a year. That is very cool. I love that. Maybe I will start documenting my life. But to me, that sounds like a very big daunting task.
0: Yeah, and that's for me, the daunting task is the daily you know, doing it every day because there are definitely some days where my plate is just so full and I just don't want to sit down and, you know, let my emotions just pour out because a lot of times on those days in particular, it's a, a tough day. It's a hard day. Um And you know what? Maybe those are the days where I should sit down <laughs> and pour it out a little bit. You know, like you said, too, it's, it's an ever-growing journey and evolving process. Um, so something I think I'll get, you know, better at over time. Um, but I have seen definitely progress this year compared to last year and the year before that, when I've tried to fill a journal. Um, I know last year I was kind of struggling or maybe it was the year before. I I think it was the year before I was really struggling to fill the journal by the end of the year. It was like December and I had 40 pages left
1: or something. Oh my gosh.
0: So it was a lot of daily journaling and, um, some, you know, there may or may not have been a grocery list thrown in there. (laughs) Um, but I feel like I've been pretty intentional with it this year. I only have 15 pages left in my journal.
1: That's awesome. Um, And
0: I feel pretty good about it because I'm probably going to fill it before the end of the month because I've been really good about writing every day. Um, so I'm excited to close that journal
1: up and call it a day. That is very exciting. And maybe you'll eventually progress to two journals in a year. Maybe. And maybe I'll, maybe
0: I'll feel a little more confident next year and get like a fat journal.
1: Ooh, you know? that's another good idea. Cuz this
0: year this year's journal it was very medium sized, you know. Wasn't tiny, but it wasn't, you know, wasn't like a daunting journal. You know what I mean? Mhm. But we'll see come January. But my second goal that I had set for the year was to compete in a race. Um so last year, uh we signed up to run a marathon and I got injured and um it was about eight weeks out of the of the marathon race i tore my mcl and had to stop running period (laughs) for at least i think it was like i was in a brace for about 10 weeks and then slowly like getting back into exercise after that so there was you know just no chance that i was running this marathon and that has happened to me like a few times you know where i've like signed up for a race and either gotten injured or the race got canceled or something. Um, and so I've looked back on that and realized that there were times where I was like relieved almost that I wasn't able to compete in the race. And that has forced me to reflect on like, why did I feel relieved? And I think a lot of it came from being solely driven by the competition and the, the way that I would have been perceived by others. So Knowing that I could compete and win and people would see me as a winner <laughs> and not wanting to be in that mindset. So my the purpose of having the goal this year of competing in, in a race, any race, it could be 5K, it could be 10K, it could be a marathon, um, was to try and find the joys in running outside of the competition, which I really feel like I've been able to do. Um, A lot of that's come from some of the other practices that you might have heard about in our previous episodes of breathing through my nose and just finding more intentional time on my runs, treating them like meditations, treating them as just quiet time by myself, just getting out in nature. And I've really just rediscovered my love of running. Um, And that makes competing in a race sound like something that's fun and exciting and not this almost scary, nerve wracking event.
1: Yeah, I will say I also sometimes get like that before races, just like the nerves of like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to Mm -hmm. run a race. It's so scary. But learning to truly enjoy what you're doing along the way makes it so much easier and so much more enjoyable, less nerve-wracking.
0: Yeah, and I think it's good to still have that competitive drive present. Like I love competition and I love the challenge of it and like, you know, challenging yourself and also being challenged by the people around you. You know, you're running and you see a girl in front of you who looks like about your age and about as fit as you and you're like, I can pass her, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like something in your head like that. And not not because, you know, you want her to do poorly, but because you want to challenge yourself and see how much you can push yourself and, you know, maybe be inspiring along the way in in that regard. But I, I just am thankful that I was able to shift my perspective of, races have to be a competition only to now races can be a celebration of something that I love doing.
1: I love that mentality. Thank
0: you. I also feel like I've done a pretty good job of just setting little mini goals throughout the year. So those are kind of two of my more tangible goals that I set. Um, Oh, and I will be competing in a race. (laughs) Um, I have not competed in one yet, uh, but I am signed up for the 10 K Turkey trot.
1: Mm, and at the time that this episode goes out, you will have completed the race.
0: I will. So we can check that box unless I get injured or it gets canceled.
1: Well, we have one week. So hopefully, hopefully none of that happens. Hopefully none of that
0: happens. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited to run that one too because I'm running it with my family and it's just going to be fun and it's on Thanksgiving. So we're celebrating. It's going to be a good day. But the final kind of set of goals that I that I had for this past year was just some like little mini goals that I set for myself you know throughout the months um big ones being like getting certain grades in classes um that spring semester of m1 year was definitely a rough one for me um just a lot of a lot of life happening in those few months and definitely saw a reflection of that um in my grades and wanted to work really hard to prove to myself that you know i am smart enough to be here you know i i can work hard and and earn my place here so um been able to prove that to myself a little bit um with some of the classes that we've had and just you know working really hard being diligent and studying to get those grades and so that's been like some goals that I feel like I've tried to accomplish and I think some most of them I would say I've done okay. <laughs> I think you did really well. Yeah. Other things just like setting aside seasons of being very intentional with my prayer uh, so it's really easy to Tell someone you'll pray for them if they ask you, if they're like, hey, I'm going through this really hard season and, and you can just say, oh, I'll pray for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then you don't, or you pray once or you don't think about it again, because, you know, as humans, we are self-centered beings and we don't like to think about other people. (laughs) So I've, I have had little goals that I've set of just certain seasons of, okay, for this month, I'm going to be praying about this one particular thing. Or for these two weeks, every morning, I'm going to be praying for these particular, you know, people. Um, and just kind of setting those goals, per se, of just being very intentional with my time and um, and sticking to that schedule that I said I was going to stick to. Um, so just to help with those relationships and grow those friendships and be a better friend and sister in Christ to those people.
1: So, I love that, too. That's very too. sweet. Yeah. Thanks. It's easy to just become self-absorbed with our own problems. But I think kind of like what we were saying last week with the gratitude episode. Making it not about yourself. Like for me, I know Mm -hmm. whenever I go volunteer or I help someone like a friend, it really takes a whole load off my chest that I didn't even realize was there because I'm focused on helping someone else rather than my own problems and it makes my own problems especially when I go volunteer it's like oh I was stressed about xyz well it's all gonna work out it's gonna be okay yeah so doing that kind of thing does a lot of good I know for me personally Mm -hmm. as well as the other people because you're being a good friend right and I think that's it's such a simple
0: concept you know I think everybody would be like oh yeah of course you feel good when you do good for others but actually implementing it into your life and realizing you do have to sacrifice things. You have to sacrifice time to yourself. You have to sacrifice, you know, your own personal time, your work time, your school time. Whatever it is you have to let go of to be more selfless. Um, it's... it's It takes intention. You know, it takes actual discipline and actual choice to do it.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. hmm Well... That's what we have for you for this first part of the episode. In our next episode, we're going to be going over our goals and intentions for the new year.